Hello and welcome to Virtual Roundtables Live, the broadcast that brings business leaders together to discuss and debate the latest industry topics and trends. Now over to today's host. Hi everyone and welcome to this session. My name is Daniel Hansens. I work for Adobe looking after product marketing for our content solutions as part of the international team. And today I want to talk to you about thriving in a digital first world. Brands by and large are often failing at delivering exceptional digital experiences. So today what I want to do is talk to you about why that's happening, why are they struggling with that, what can be done in order to fix things, and how brands are thriving. So when we look back over the last 12 months and we're evaluating what it is that people have been doing, there's a really strong theme, right? The last 12 months have all been about speed. There's been enormous amounts of change and people had to respond very, very quickly. And by and large, we moved fast, but it led to some issues. Um, and some of those issues were, for example, the creation of content islands. And content islands are where we've onboarded new systems to respond to new changes, new channels, but you know the content needed to fuel all those different channels was specific to the solution that was put in place. And so what's happening because of that is that even though we very quickly onboarded new solutions that did new ways of doing things, it's actually inhibiting how quick we can take things to market. And when we do take things to market, it's creating inconsistent experiences for our end users. And alongside inconsistent experiences from a branding perspective, they're also inconsistent from a journey perspective where the journeys themselves are broken. The other thing that happened is that we've seen a massive increase in sort of this single use content um, and we're seeing the, you know, the, the resurgence almost of content graveyards where we create one thing for one purpose um, and it's never to be seen again after that. There's huge amounts of inefficiencies because people are unable to find content and so they're duplicating things, you know, creating um, extra time to get campaigns up and running, but also spending extra money um, to sort of keep, keep the lights on from a campaign perspective. And the other thing is because we're not maximizing the life cycle of an asset or any other piece of content, we're really unable to personalize at scale, especially. And lastly, what we're seeing is that because of that, we're mostly seeing static digital experiences where every single visitor to a website or you know, gets a, a single experience that is a cookie cutter sort of experience. And if there is any variation, it's only ever so slight, nothing really impactful that people wouldn't notice directly. So we've got all these problems what do we do? How do we sort of navigate through that complexity and come to a solution? So speed doesn't go away. We still need to operate at speed, but how do we succeed at speed? What is it that we need to do? The first thing really is this concept that content 
needs to be created and managed by every stakeholder in the organization that has an input in it, and they need the tools to do that. But we also need to ensure that every individual receives the content that is relevant to them across the journey that they have with you. And so we need to empower more teams, more individuals within an organization with the capabilities to, cons to create these um, differentiated customer journeys and customer experiences that are on brand and consistent. Next is really, we need to start thinking omnichannel first. A lot of times when we think of omnichannel, we think it as the next step in the process. We've got our website, we've got our mobile app, we've got you know a, a nice trendy new new channel that, that we're sort of working on, but we don't think of omnichannel first. And that really is reflected in the way our technology is working. And it is stifling how quickly we're able to engage with customers in new channels. It stifles how quickly we can consolidate journeys because we, we've got such a fragmented um, technological landscape um, sit, sitting, sitting behind us. And so we need to shift our thinking to be omnichannel first, not omnichannel after we get everything else done. And then thirdly, it's about creating intelligent experiences. Think back on the cookie cutter sort of experiences. That's not intelligent. That's just you know a one size fits all sort of thing. When we're talking about intelligent experiences, we're talking about experiences that are engaging and drive conversion by using the data on the interactions and the context that people are happily providing us as long as they also get something in return. So let's look at these one by one and see what needs to happen there. So content, by and, and for all. So we need to empower teams to create more valuable on-brand customer experiences. And we can do that by putting in place agile solutions. And when, when I talk about agile, you know, agile gets branded about a lot you know, as, as, as a bit of a buzzword. But when we think about agile, it means being able to respond to change, being able to do things very quickly, but also to have a mindset of getting things out the door and then improving on that based on real world feedback. So especially when we think of software development, you know, we have an MVP product, we get that out there, we get feedback and we have a roadmap against it and we develop that, right? And we can do that as well from a content perspective. And the other thing that we need to be careful of avoiding is waterfall processes when it comes to content creation, where you know we have a very sequential, uh, convoluted process where everyone is waiting on somebody else to do something before we can get things done, creating huge inefficiencies. And in order for us to be able to take this agile solution to deliver value for us, we need to ensure that it also enables us to drive consistency at scale. And agility and consistency sometimes seem at odd with each other because consistency is about you know, making sure that everything is aligned while agility is all about moving and, and doing things quickly. But scaling consistency is actually something that requires a lot of thoughtfulness when we think about how we incorporate that in our processes, but also from a technological perspective, it's something that requires robust solutions that are able to do that. And scaling consistency while keeping everyone agile 
is something, of course, that we at Adobe are very passionate about and, and you know, want to ensure that everyone has access to. So let's look at an example of a customer that did that. So we look at T-Mobile. T-Mobile had a real challenge where the authors and, and the technical folks are operating in, si in silos, right? They're, they're sort of working in their own systems, their own ways of working. And so there was a real inconsistent approach to sort of creating experiences and scaling things was just really, really hard for them. So the solution for them was to create a development pattern and processes that was consistent across the organization also from a content authoring perspective. And so they started using AEM's content fragments and experience fragments to start thinking more around consistency while not taking away from the agility um, that was required in the different regions, the different use cases. And the outcome of that was a huge increase, 30% increase in the velocity that they had, so the speed that they were able to author and manage experiences um, with. And so they massively accelerated the opportunity that they had in digital space um, you know, to support more launches than they ever were able to do before. And so this is about combining that agility while not sacrificing consistency, but actually driving consistency even more. So that's a quick example on, on you know, the content um, you know, for all and, and ensuring that everyone is involved in that. So the next one then is going back to this omnichannel first thing where we want to really rapidly engage with customers. And we want to do that from the onset, for almost from a design perspective. You know, when we think of an experience, we should be thinking about an omnichannel experience. And one of the core things that supports us with that in many cases is, you know, uh, an API first experience that gives us, you know, the flexibility that we need in order to deliver that. And so that flexibility is core to what the technology needs to be. It needs to be flexible enough, you know, to power a pure headless use case, um, you know, where we want our front end engineers to very quickly create them. But also we need it to be flexible enough to still be used and managed by the marketers so that headless doesn't become uh, IT initiative it becomes a initiative that both marketing and IT have a stake in, but also have the capacity to manage to the best of their capabilities. And the processes need to also be um, you know, flexible enough aligned with driving the speed, because as I said before, the speed isn't going away. In order to support that omnichannel, you know, which very quickly adds complexity, but also scale of operations needed to you know, create consistent journeys across multiple channels, across multiple geographies. You also need to take advantage of any automation that you can, but also use those best practice frameworks, you know, which goes back to the agile mindset that we were talking about before, where you very quickly get something up and running and then iterate and differentiate based on real world feedback and engagement with your content, with your solutions, with your brand, and automate as much of that as you can as you're creating that content to fuel those things. An example of that is actually Adobe. You know, as Adobe, we often try to use customer use cases from others, but Adobe as a business, you know, we've got a shed load of customers. We have a lot of customers. Hopefully some of you are already customers, not just from a digital experience perspective, but also from a creative cloud perspective. And our creative cloud team had a real challenge to sort of drive customer engagement and, and loyalty through 
the you know multiple sort of touch points that they have with customers so you know we have more than 40 different touch points in the creative clouds um alone where we really need to sort of drive that that adoption um overall and that's across you know not just the applications it's also you know our native desktop apps but the tablet and mobile apps it's our you know our single page applications we just have such a broad range of points of engagements with our customer. And it was a real challenge for us to manage that between the marketing and the IT teams in, in an effective way. And so the solution that the creative um, team adopted was to take um, Adobe Experience Manager as a cloud service and implement it in a pure headless form to drive all of those engagements using our, our newly released GraphQL API. Uh, which is an immensely powerful solution that gives so much power to front-end engineers um, to sort of very quickly create, but also manage these very complex use cases and very large use cases. The outcome of that integration uh, of AEM as a cloud service was that now we're delivering personalized content, and this is content, personalized content based on user profiles to more than 40 um, creative Cloud, web, SBA, native apps, um, and mobile services at a massive scale. We're talking about over 400 million API calls per week that are being powered through this solution. And that's just a great example of once you get the flexible technology in place and you get the processes around it in place, you know, that are supported by the technology, you can very quickly drive this amount of volume where you can start getting really smart about the journeys that you're creating rather than trying to juggle the scale um, that you're that you're creating there. So we've got um, content by and for all. We've got omnichannel first. Of course, the next is these intelligent experience. How can we drive higher conversion? How can we get more engagement across the entire customer journey? We do that by connecting content on one side and data on the other side. And often we think of those two things as very separate entities, right? So we have our content team, which is all about the creative. We have our data team, which is deeply rooted in the numbers. But actually, the engagement or the, the insights that we can get of how people are engaging with content and the power of using data and the insights we get from that to drive what happens with content is a fantastic synergy that can really bring amazing results when we do that effectively. But of course, you need, again, the solutions in place that can bring those two points of view together. And once we do that, we can start driving consistent personalization. And when I say consistent personalization, I don't mean everyone gets the same um, across the journey. It means consistent personalization across their individual journey. So that when we drive a personalization effort on one channel, say a .com site, it is reflected then in the personalization that they are having also on the mobile site or on the, the mobile application um, you know, or, or on your SBA sort of thing. But really, in order to do that, you need to, again, use the automation that we talked about before. You need an agile solution, but you need to bring the data and the content together. And an example of a customer who did that very effectively was the Walgreen Boots Alliance. So Walgreens and, and Boots is a, a huge uh, US and, and UK conglomerate for pharmacies. And they had a real challenge to sort of deliver relevant and, and consistent experiences 
um, especially digital experiences from a pharmacy perspective. So, you know, they were very comfortable with the offline pharmacy, but the digital pharmacy experience was something that they felt they were really struggling with. And so in order to combat that, they took, you know, they made a really big investment and, you know, investing in customer experience is something that definitely pays off. You know, if you look at our digital trends report uh, from Adobe, you'll see that consistently people who invest in customer experience get huge returns on that, both top and, and, and bottom line. But they integrated solutions from Adobe like sites or, you know, our asset solution, but also analytics and, and target to drive personalization. And those, all of those things together delivered for them really high quality, but also hyper personalized customer experiences to every customer across the globe on every channel that they were engaging with. And the output of that was a completely reimagined digital pharmacy experience for you know, more than 120 million customers across the globe. And you know, there's more than 10,000 storefronts where this is driving that, driving more than 8 billion transactions. So by combining those things, they're driving personalized journeys that are driving 8 billion transactions, which is a huge scale, and also shows why you need to have intelligent experience, because you can't, you know, create memorable and exciting experiences, you know, at that scale um, when they're all the same, right? And when you think of yourself on how you engage with your pharmacist, you wouldn't expect to go into a pharmacy and the pharmacist to treat you the same as everyone else, regardless of, you know, the history you might have with them, regardless of what you're, you know, you're looking for and, and you're asking them about. It shouldn't be any different in the digital world. And we have to think in that way, we have to take the best of that offline experience and, and bring that um, in, 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 the, um, in the equation. So what are the takeaways? You know, we've gone through a lot of content, right? We know that everyone should have a part in creating and managing the content and you need agile solutions to do that and you need to drive consistency. We know that you need to think omni-channel first, not omni-channel after everything else is done, because otherwise you'll get disconnects and you'll struggle getting those things done effectively, efficiently, and quickly. But also we have to create intelligent experiences. But we do that by simplification. Simplify what you have. You know that whole maze of infrastructures and data connections and content islands and all those different things? We can do away with that. We just need to simplify. We also want to make sure that technology is not holding you back. Technology can be a fantastic enabler to drive scale, automation, um, impact. But in many cases, because of history or you know, because of past investments, we hold us back because we feel that that's just the way how things are done. And we shouldn't do that. We should really look at our technology stack and evaluate whether it's enabling us to be exceptional or whether it's holding us back to be exceptional. And if it's holding us back, then we should move and we should evaluate what other options are in the marketplace in order to get better. And perhaps most importantly, we have to do it now. If we don't do it now, then when we will do it, there will always be something that's in our way, right? There will always be a reason not to do something now, but it is so important because while we're not doing something, our competitors are, right? Our customers are going in other places because they're not gonna wait around because they have such a wide variety of choices available to them. We have to do it now.
And if we do all these things, if we simplify, if we make sure that the technology is an enabler, and if we start doing it now, then we're not going to be those brands that are failing. We are going to be the ones who are delivering those exceptional experiences. I hope this was useful for you. Um, there's so much more that can be said about this. We have a very limited amount of time, but thank you for your attention. I welcome any questions that you have. Feel free to reach out to me um, and enjoy the rest of the sessions. Thanks again. Thanks for joining us this week on Virtual Roundtables Live. Make sure to visit our website www.virtualroundtables.com to learn more about upcoming webinars and events.